So back on track, um, we are going to be talking about some list to last marketing tips for winning listings today. Um, and hopefully you all got um, Todd's message this past Sunday in our uh, weekly newsletter this week at Distinctive. Um, and so what he did was he shared about seven or eight tips for um, earning more listing opportunities. So what you can do um, to be promoting yourself and your business with a specific goal of um, more opportunities to generate those seller leads. Um, so what I want to do today is focus on a few of those, um, specifically in the marketing world, since that's kind of my thing here. Um, and I want to go through in detail um, a few of those tips. Um, I'm not going to go through all of them. So make sure you do go back and check out that, that newsletter um, for some important um, important information there. Um, sorry. Okay. I'm going to stop my screen share here. And what's going on there? Okay. So going to move on. Um, it looks like I'm having a little bit of trouble with my slides. Um, Shanna, if you're able, would you be able to go into Canva and pull those up on your end? Um, if not, I can go I can go without them. It's no problem. I can send them out later on. Um, but I just have a few slides if, if you're able to bring those up in Canva. But um, no worries. If not, I'm going to get started. Um, so what I want to do today is go over, um, number one, what is our goal here? Um, and really, that's going to be centered around calls to action. Um, so that's figuring out what we want, uh, what action we want people to take when they see our marketing pieces, whether that's on social media, whether that's in Google business, that's um, in you know, on a geofarming postcard, really narrowing down what do we want people to do um, when they see our content. Um, so perfect, thank you, Shima. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm gonna get started. We're gonna start, talk a little bit about calls to action um, and what that, what that looks like, what they are. Um, and then we're going to go into a few examples. Um, so one of my favorites, the what's your home worth, um, a option as a lead um, generating tool. Um, then we're going to talk just about a few other places where you can incorporate calls to actions specifically uh, designed to help you win more listing opportunities. Um, so we're going to get started. Calls to action, as I mentioned, um, are an invitation to take action on your content. So I have a few examples here, um, but really this is anything that you want someone to do when they see your content. So you, every time you publish or post or send something, um, you want to be thinking about what is the action that I want someone to take when they see this content? Do I want them to you know, follow me on social media, like my Facebook page? Do I want them to leave me a Google review, leave a comment, um, get a free home valuation, schedule an appointment, download a free buyer or seller guide, um, subscribe to your VIP email list, which by the way, you all have one and I'll get to that in a, in a few minutes here. But um, what are the calls to action? What do you want people to do when they see your content? I mean, these should be designed toward capturing contact information and, and making it easy for someone to raise their hand to say, yes, I'm, I'm interested in learning more about what it might be like to sell my home, what my home might be, be worth, um, you know, what, what, what it would be like to work with you. You want them to be, um, just to make it really as easy as possible for them to raise their hand um, so that you can then follow up with them and, and then you have, um, you have your lead and they have their information, whatever it was um, in your content. So these are a few examples of calls to action. Um, one of my favorites um, on that next slide here is the um, what's your home worth um, home valuation tool. Um, so I do want my commercial agents to stick with me for a second because this is the only one that is really residential specific. Um, but my what's my home worth tab on your website um, is going to be a great tool for generating those seller leads. Um, so every one of you does have a, an, an agent website through Coldwell Banker Distinctive Properties. Um, and on that website is a what's your home worth tab. Um, so on your, your front page of your website, you'll have a tab that says, what's my home worth? Um, and that is designed as a lead capture tool so that um, someone who might be thinking about selling their home or might just be curious um, to see what their home is worth would go on to that, um, 
tab on your website, click on that link and, um, you know, put in their address and as well as their contact information, their first name, their email address. Um, and then that would come, that information would come to you as a lead so that you can then follow up with that person. And they would in turn see an instant home valuation um, that would give them a range, you know, it's an estimate of what their property might be worth. Um, so these are a great opportunity because it opens the door for you to then follow up with that person um, because, you know, it, these the instant home valuation, it'll give a range and usually it's it's pretty accurate, but not always right on target, uh, which makes it a great opportunity for you to then you know, follow up with a phone call and uh, make sure, you know, you have all the information, you know, it has this person done any renovations, what other information do you need to provide them with a really thorough, accurate home uh, value estimate. So a really great kind of win-win, um, the client, the potential client would get their um, instant home valuation, and you would you would be able to then follow up with that person as a lead. Um, and so these are really, uh, really popular right now, which is why I'm spending a little bit of time on them. Um, because when, you know, as the market has shifted, it's generated a lot of curiosity, because what someone's home was worth, you know, a couple of years ago is not what it's worth right now. Um, and so there's a lot of uncertainty, and people are really wanting to know, you know, what, what might the value of their home be? Um, so it's a great way to kind of take advantage of that curiosity and help people out by, you know, providing them with that valuation um, and, and a really effective tool right now, especially for um, generating those seller leads. So I strongly suggest that you do use this tool if you've not um, used it already. And there's a whole bunch of different ways that you can use the home value tool um, as a way to generate seller leads. Um, so a few options that I've, I've listed here on the screen. Um, I definitely recommend that you are posting this link on your organic social media um, profiles. So that just means unpaid. Um, so any of your, um, your social media profiles, uh, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Google Business, all of those are a great place to post this link. Um, because as people are scrolling through their, you know, their social media feed, maybe I'm scrolling through Facebook and I see this link makes it super easy and, and obviously no cost to just um, quickly get an estimate of my, what's my home worth. So um, definitely recommend as a quick and easy um, option. You can do it right now, you know, during this call, go into your um, agent website, click on that house value tab, um, grab that link and post it on your social media. And any anyone who does click on that, it'll come right to you as in CVIQ as a lead. And you can, again, follow up with that person um, to make sure that they have an accurate estimate of what their home is worth. Um, some other options, you can run social media ads um, using this What's My Home Worth tab. Um, so that could be as simple as a boosted post that you're, you're posting this link to your, your Facebook page and then um, choosing to boost it to a certain area that you are really wanting to target. Um, you can run Google ads with specifically targeted keyword searches um, like home valuation so that someone's searching Google for, um, you know, who might be interested in learning what their home is worth that, to make sure that you come up at the top of those searches. Um, and you could do geofarming postcards, just another idea. Um, if you do have a neighborhood or, or an area that you're really wanting to um, to GeoFarm, or maybe it's your own neighborhood, you can put this link on a QR code. Um, people can scan that QR code and um, and then again, um, you could get their, their contact information that way as well as you know they would get their home valuation. Uh, so lots of different ways to use this. And I just wanted to call out some specific attention to this one because um, it is being, you know, we're finding it to be very effective, uh, particularly right now with the market shift um, and people being curious about what their home is worth. Um, so that's one example of a call to action. But like I said, there, there are quite a few more I mean, I want to go into a few more ways that you can use these calls to action. Um, so moving on to um, the next one, and this might seem like kind of an obvious one, but um, think about how many emails you send in a day. Um, my guess is that it's probably quite a few. I know that it's quite a few for me. Um, and think about every single one of those emails as a marketing piece for you. This is something that you're sending out with uh, whatever the content might, might be. You want to come across as professional and you want to make it easy again for someone to take the action that you want them to take. 
Um, so at the, I want you to think about every single one of the emails that you send as a marketing piece um, and really making sure, you know, what, what do those emails look like? What's in them? Um, what action can someone take from those emails? Um, so what I recommend doing um, is going in, and I have the steps on the screen for Gmail, same, similar concept for um, Outlook or, or other mail programs, but um, go into your Gmail settings. Um, make sure that in, in your signature block, you not only have a professional signature, um, and if you don't have a professional CBDP or, or commercial prime property signature block, um, make sure you reach out to your AC and we can get you one. Um, that's important for your branding and professionalism. Um, but what you can also do here is add links. Um, so right below, you know, where you sign your name, you write, you write the body of your email, whatever that might be, you sign your name, and then right below that is a really great spot to put calls to action. Um, so anytime you send an email, and one-on-one -on -one emails have a very, very high open rate. Um, so it's a great way to reach people and um, just to make sure that your calls to action are always in front of them. Um, and so whatever you're wanting them to do is write in every single email that you send. Um, so for example, if you have gotten an email from me, you'll see that in the very bottom of uh, my email signature, I have a link, click here to visit our marketing services directory. That's my call to action that I, my goal um, in putting that in my email signature is to make it very easy for all of you to be accessing our uh, marketing services and all of the amazing things we have to offer. That's my call to action. Um, so yours is going to be maybe leave me a Google review or schedule a consultation or um, follow me on Facebook, whatever it is that you want people to do. It could be the home valuation link. Um, make sure that you have that, you know, link to that in your um, email signature so that it's really easy for people to um, click on that. And a word of caution here, I would recommend keeping it um, to not more than, than a couple, maybe two or three links in your email signature. You don't want to give people too many options. Um, when there are too many options, people tend to not do anything at all. Um, so I would pick what do you really want someone to do um, and put those one or two links in your email signature to make it really easy for people to take that action. Um, so that's email signatures. I do want to move on to Google Business on our next slide here. Um, so hopefully you all have created your Google Business account. Um, if you have not, make sure to reach out to us and we can help you um, with some best practices for getting that set up. Um, but I wanted to mention that Google Business is a great place to, um, to have your, um, oh yes, Lori, thank you for, for mentioning that. You can set up your email signature in CBIQ as well. Um, that's a great point. So any emails that you're sending through CBIQ, um, you, can, you can include um, your email signature with links there as well. Um, and to set that up, you would just go into your profile um, so click on your image on the top right of the screen when you log into CBIQ, um, and you'll see an email signature section that you can add your, your, your signature block and your links to. That's a great point. Um, so on Google Business, you can um, add calls to action. And the, the best place to do that that we found is in your product section. Um, so products are a great place to add links to various, um, various different calls to action. So um, that could be, again, home valuation page. It could be um, a link to a buyer or seller guide. It could be a link to um, the contact page or your Calendly if you have a Calendly link so people can directly schedule an appointment with you. Um, lots of different um, things you can do there. But as you can see in that screenshot, um, these products do show up very prominently on the screen. Um, so you want um, you, know, you want to make sure that what you have there is going to drive people to the, the correct places where, um, where you'll have the best opportunity of, of providing them value, making it easy for them to navigate through your options, um, and also make it easy for them to submit their contact information and raise their hand as someone who might be interested in buying or selling. Um, so products are a great way to do that. When you log into your Google business page, um, you can find the edit products um, icon um, right at the top of the screen. They've recently kind of rearranged Google business. Um, so once you do log into your Google business account, it'll be right on the top um, of the screen on that little edit products icon that I have circled there. Um, so that's a great place to add some calls to action as well. 
Um, so any um, questions on Google business, feel free to leave those in the chat or reach out to us in marketing. Um, but I want to move on to social media. Um, and there are a few different ways. I'm um, actually quite a few ways that you can, you can add your calls to action um, in your social media pages. I want to just call out a few. Um, so first, uh, as you, you may know, there's only one link that you can have in your Instagram bio um, to an outside, um, you know, a clickable link to an external website. So you can only have one. So you want to make sure that you're making the most of it by um, having some sort of a call to action there. So there are a few different options here. Um, one um, is what you can see in this example here. If you have one thing that you really want people to do, um, you can put that link there. So for example, here we have sign up for our VIP campaign. Um, and when that when someone does that, they click on that link, um, they go to our website, they enter their contact information, and they're added to our VIP email list automatically. Um, so we've done that because we want to be collecting those um, those leads as people raise their hand as they want to be joining our email campaign, we can be following up with them um, to say, hey, how can we help you with your home search or your, your home selling process? Um, so that's what we wanted in this particular link um, in this example. But another great option is to use a link tree. Um, so hopefully you're all familiar with our company link tree. You can actually create one of those for yourself um, with multiple different links and different calls to action as well. Um, so a great option for um, you know, making sure you have different calls to action for different audiences. Um, that's a, a good option as well. Though, I'll, again, caution you don't have too many options um, or people will um, kind of become overwhelmed and, and tend to not do anything if they have too many options. Um, so keep it simple, but you can either do one link or a link tree. Either way, make sure that you are, you know, have a plan in mind for what you want people to do. Um, and then you're driving them in the right direction and um, making that easy for them to, again, raise their hand. Um, another option, example on the, the left there is a uh, is pin posts. So on several different social media platforms, including Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, um, you can actually pin posts to the top of your account. Um, so when someone visits, um, for example, our company Facebook page, they're going to see our dream campaign video with a call to action right at the top of the page. Um, and we've done that because we really feel that that dream campaign um, is an important thing for people to see when they first visit our page. And again, it, it contains that link. So if they do want to learn more um, about beginning their home search or, or reaching out to a professional, they have that link right there easily accessible every time they visit our page. Um, so I would recommend that you use this pin page as kind of your key post. Um, so whatever it is that you want people to, um, to know you for, to see the you know, very first when they visit your page, um, pin posts are great for that. Um, so you can make that anything that you'd like, as long as, again, you have that call to action in there, as long as you are being clear about what you want someone to do when they see that post. Um, so it could be your home valuation page, could be any of the others that I mentioned, um, but you want to make sure that that is, you know, you're, you're kind of making that first good impression with a pinned post at the top of your page. Um, so really easy to pin a post. Um, if you go to your, your Facebook page, any of your posts will have a little menu on the right hand side, three dots, click on those three dots and click pin to top of page. Um, and, and then you can choose kind of what that key post is. Um, swap it out every once in a while, but you can leave those um, leave those there for a bit and um, and make sure that you have kind of that good first impression as people are visiting your page for the first time. Um, on YouTube, there is something similar called a channel trailer. Um, so when someone visits your YouTube channel for the first time, you can have kind of a summary video, um, which is a great way to just kind of give people an introduction of um, what you're all about and again would you would want to include your same you know whatever that call to action might be um so that people see that as soon as they visit your youtube channel um speaking of youtube there is another great option called um, default descriptions or upload defaults in your youtube channel um, so if you do have a youtube channel created uh, which i highly recommend that you do um, make sure that you go into your channel um, click on that customize channel button and then go into your settings 
Um, and there's a little section called upload defaults and you can change, um, you can add text that will show up in every single video that you upload. So it won't be something that you need to type out every single time or even copy and paste every single time. You can have a certain um, section of text that shows up every single time in your videos. Uh, so for example, you might want people to join your VIP email list or um, leave a Google review, whatever it might be, um, leave that or add that to your upload defaults. That way, every time you upload a video, that's another reminder for people to take that action. So every time you post a video, it's another reminder and another reminder um, that people, it just makes it really easy for someone to um, take the action that you'd like them to take. Um, so example you see here is, you know, join my VIP email list. Anyone in any of uh, the videos that Todd is posting can go in, click those links and um, sign up for his email list. So recommend setting that up. It takes, uh, you know, maybe three minutes to get set up total and it, it just saves you a lot of time and not needing to add those calls to action in every single video manually. Um, so recommend doing that. Um, and then on a last note, um, in regards to social media, um, I do want to mention that um, within the content that you're posting on a daily basis as well, it's a great idea to um, include calls to action. And, and you can do that in a more natural and subtle way um, so that you're not coming across as salesy. Um, you're not kind of coming across as that pushy person who really wants um, you know, someone to do a certain thing. Uh, really focus on making it natural. For example, you know, if you're if you're wanting to generate more seller leads um, instead of, you know, being super pushy and pushing and pushing and um, you know, directly asking for, you know, sell, potential sellers to visit your web, their website, um, make, you can make it a little bit more subtle and create content that is going to naturally attract someone who is interested in selling their home. Um, so for example, um, if I'm thinking of selling my home and I come across, you know, I'm scrolling through Facebook and I see a video that starts with, you know, last week I was on a listing appointment and this happened, um, I'm more likely to pause and watch the video because that content is something that uh, is of interest to me. Um, so you want to be tailoring your content to the people, to the audience that you're trying to reach um, and the action that you want them to take. Um, so keep that in mind, too, as you are going through and creating your content. Um, so feel free to put any questions in the chat, but I wanted to wrap up with some resources. Um, so these are different options that are available to you um, to make this process a little bit easier for you. So just wanted to put all of these um, in, one in one place um, and remind you that you do have, um, again, your home valuation page on your website. If you have any questions about how to find that um, or how to, how to use it, uh, feel free to reach out to your AC or your marketing team, and we'll be happy to help you with that. Um, you do have a property watch portal on your website as well. Um, so if you do have, um, maybe you're trying to, to target potential buyers, you could share this property watch portal just like you would the home valuation page, and someone can sign up to receive property watch notifications for a specific type of property. They can create that portal on your website. Um, and again, the lead will come directly to you. Um, so a great option, again, for lead generation on your social media or, or geofarming postcards, wherever you want to use those. Um, you also have a great resource in Social Bay. So they, um, there are landing pages that are created for you, or you can create custom ones with buyer and seller guides that are already created, already customized with your photo, your contact information, um, so that you can share those landing pages on social media or again, wherever you are sharing these calls to action, someone can download a buyer or seller guide that again is created and personalized for you um, and you get their contact information to be able to then follow up with that person as a lead. Um, you have contact landing pages as well through Social Bay. Um, so if you want to use those as, as like an appointment scheduling tool um, where someone can go in and, and leave you a message or contact you or request a consultation, those are available through Social Bay as well. Um, next, just remember all of the different um, ways you can use your agent website. Um, so both on our residential and commercial websites, 
there are contact forms and different lead capture opportunities um, that you can share to make it really easy for someone to get in touch with you. Um, so make sure you are using your agent website as a tool for um, generating those buyer and seller leads. Um, and then I mentioned our VIP email list, and this is a big one that, that hopefully um, you all have signed up for, um, but if not, I recommend doing so. We have the link in our This Week at Distinctive newsletter every single week, um, but we have a new VIP email campaign that is going to make it really easy for you to stay in touch with your contacts throughout the year um, with our monthly newsletter, our quarterly market report, holiday emails, local content, um, all sorts of different things um, that we will send out on your behalf so that you don't have to think about it or worry about it. Um, so using your VIP email list as a tool on your website um, to generate those um, buyer and seller leads or just people interested in learning more about what it is that you do um, is a great option. And I highly suggest that you uh, reach out to us about um, adding that VIP email list as a lead generation tool on your website. We'll be happy to do that for you. Um, and then, of course, I have to mention marketing packages. These are a great way um, to kind of wrap up a, a few of the different things that I, I talked about, from the postcards to the social media, um, as, a, as a way to use your existing listings as an opportunity to generate more listings. Um, so these marketing packages are really designed to help you do just that um, by combining those social media, the um, postcards, everything that you might need to use your, um, use your existing listing um, to generate and win more listing opportunities by making sure that everyone in the neighborhood, everyone on social media knows that you've had this listing um, and and what you know the, the, and what you are doing to promote that listing uh, with the goal of helping you win more opportunities. Um, so that is my uh, had to throw my own little call to action in there. I highly recommend that you you um, check out marketing packages um, if you have not tried those out. I will would love to introduce you to um, our marketing team so that we can get you started on using those as a way to generate more listings. Um, and then lastly, coming soon, um, we do have another um, website um, lead capture tool that will be available later this month, um, and that is the Move Meter. So if you've, if you've been on the coldwellbanker.com website recently, they've made a bunch of changes. And last year, one of the new features they rolled out was the Move Meter, which lets you go in and um, compare what it's like to live in different areas of the country. Um, and so they're making this available to um, us to put on our agent websites. And so that will be another great um, opportunity for lead capture on your websites in March. So we'll keep you updated on when that um, is available and, and would love to help you add that to your website um, here in the next few weeks. Um, so just wanted to give um, a little, little mention of that as well. Um, so that is what I have. I, I will check the chat in case there are any questions, but I hope that was helpful. I hope that um, gives you some, some ideas um, as you are creating your content. Um, really, the takeaway is, is think of everything that you are sending or, or posting or doing as a marketing opportunity um, and make sure that you are using those to generate listings through calls to action um, on each and every one of the posts and emails and everything that you're sending out. Um, so I hope that is helpful. Um, let's check the chat real quick here and then we will wrap up. Um, and Jim, your question, have we checked our generated valuations with Zestimates? Is there a consistent spread? Um, so it is kind of a similar concept as, as a Zestimate where it is generating an instant valuation based on some of the, you know, the um, property records that are publicly available. Um, so same as Zestimate, I mean, it's it's going to be relatively accurate, but they're you know, not entirely is the, is the answer there, um, which again is just a good opportunity for you to then reach out to um, reach out to the client and provide them with, you know, your expertise in a more customized and personalized um, estimate. So it is going to be an, uh, you know, an instant estimate. So 
um, somewhat hit or miss, but they do tend to be relatively accurate and always a great opportunity to then follow up with the person as a lead. So um, I hope that helps. Um, Mark, good question. Many social bay posts have two pictures, this or that. I don't see many people commenting on those types of posts. Um, so yeah, those actually, they do tend to work great in some situations, not so well in others, um, but they, they have been very popular. Um, the past couple of years, we have seen a lot of people commenting on those and, and they are, they do tend to work if you have like, you know, two different styles of kitchen or would you rather live by, you know, the beach or the mountains, which I think um, probably we know the answer in, in most of our cases here in, in that case. But um, yes, so really, I mean, it depends on your audience. So we do find success with those this or that posts in, in many cases, um, but if it's not something that works for your audience, um, it's definitely something that you can turn off within Social Bay. Um, and then the content, that's why the content is so customizable within social, but you can go in um, and there's, and if you go into your settings section, you can choose exactly what content you want to be posted. And that's one of the options that you can turn off um, if you see that it's not working so well with your, um, with your specific audience. Um, I was, would recommend kind of going through once in a while, checking in um, with what is working, what's not, and then making those adjustments, um, which is kind of the nice thing about social media is that you can see exactly what's working and what's not and make those adjustments. Um, that way. And um, yes, I don't see any other questions. Um, so with that, thank you everyone for joining today. Um, glad you could be here and I hope everyone has a great weekend. Thank you.